clip, clippy, clip, clip, clip. Frank, why are you saying clippy? Um, I'm testing my clip. I'm looking at my yeah. volume level. Oh, I, th- I thought you were talking about that that venerated Windows 98. Uh, uh no, listen, listen. That thing's name is Clip It, not Clippy. What? Yep. Look it up. Read the book. I don't want to. Welcome to episode number 123, is that right? 123. Episode 123 of the insert credit time. <laughs> yeah. It's the insert credit time. Uh, I'm your host, uh, founder and director of Action Button Entertainment, Tim Rogers, at 108 on Twitter. And uh, joining me is uh, uh, what di- digital content strategist and uh, uh, video guru... Game master Frank Cifaldi. Hello. Uh, at Frank Cifaldi on Twitter. You're gonna have to figure out how to spell Fasaldi. Uh, uh, and then, and then we have, uh, uh, what's the, what's, oh, hold on. I, I forget your official job title, Brandon. I'm gonna remember it. Give me a second. Uh, uh, oh man. I was gonna say like t-shirt master or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. You, yeah, yeah. Uh, Cat honker. Uh, t- t-shirt wearing cat honker at Necrosoft Games. Uh, at Brandon at Necrosofty, uh, Sheffield. Uh, that's also a city in England. Necrosofty? Uh, yeah, I've been there. Necrosofty. <laughs> uh, yeah, so anyway, we're doing, uh, this insert credit thing. Uh, maybe somebody's listened to this before. Uh, somebody out there. And if you've listened before, you know the rules. It's a show where I present ten questions that are all related to stuff that happened to me in the last two weeks. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the first subject, I want to get this right out. The first subject we're going to talk about today is microcutting. Do you guys know what microcutting is? No. All right. Okay. Well, <laughs> that's because I, 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 I highly suspect it is not an actual thing. Uh, my, microcutting is a... Uh, Let's let's dial back uh, a couple of weeks. Uh, the Walmart by the airport in Oakland, California, the city where all three of us coincidentally live. The Walmart by Oakland Airport shut down. Oh really? Did, did oh, you guys? Right. No, yeah. I didn't know that. That's it's, awesome. Oh, okay. So it shut down last month. Well, it it's it's you you think it might be awesome, but that's there's like a thousand some employees there that all got let go of their jobs. I mean, yeah, uh, that sucks, but which you know. sucks for them. But yeah, maybe they can find jobs somewhere else. But if they can't, that kind of sucks. Most of those people had two jobs anyway. Uh, one of the uh, urban myths. I don't think this is the real reason it closed, but they're saying because California passed the new minimum wage law, and uh, or it's and uh, they're yeah. saying that Walmart doesn't want to pay them. Fifteen dollars an hour, or whatever. Would not be surprising, which is why I celebrate its closure. Uh, not because people lose their jobs, but because Walmart yeah. hates America. It's it's a tough thing to uh, to 
discuss briefly, I guess. Yes. Uh, so, like, so that Walmart shut down, and uh, uh, so four years ago, I went to that Walmart and I saw a copy of Dragon Quest Six. Uh, uh, whatever it's, I, I don't know what the American subtitle for it is because I play it in Japanese, the Superior Nihongo, and uh, there was a copy of Dragon Quest Six there, right? And I was like. It's just one copy, shrink wrap, a little bit torn in the corner. I was like, I want that Dragon Quest Six, but I don't want to buy it at Walmart. It's thirty four ninety nine. Uh, I never see it at GameStop, et cetera, et cetera. Years passed. It was twenty four dollars on eBay, but I still kept thinking, I want to buy it at that Walmart, and it was at that Walmart every time I ever went. Right. So I saw on Facebook that that Walmart was closing, and I went there and I bought it. So <laughs> it's 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 sitting on my shelf. Uh, the the shrink wrap still a little bit torn. It has sentimental value, and that's the end of that story. So here's what happened two weeks after that: the Walmart continues to be closed. Me and uh, Michael Kerwin, desirous and hungry for Del Taco. Mm-hmm. There's there's only one Del Taco in Oakland, and it happens to be in that Walmart shopping right complex, right next to the only In and Out in Oakland. Yeah, insane, isn't it? Yes. So those, I hope those two businesses continue to thrive because I like some In-N-Out cheese fries. I'm not a, I'm not an un-American monster. Uh, not all the time, anyway. So uh, we wanted to go to that Del Taco, but we had this tradition, which was to never park in the Del Taco parking lot. It was to park in the Walmart parking lot and walk over, right? So I parked in the Walmart parking lot. And it was hilarious because the Walmart parking lot's completely empty. So I parked like in the middle of the lot. And we're like, heck yeah, this rules. Remember where we parked. It's just in the middle of this massive, uh, completely empty, celebratorily empty Walmart parking lot. And as we get out of the car, a real-life Legend of Zelda NPC comes riding up on a mountain bike, and which then sc- the brakes screech to a halt. It was a man named Bobby. He told me he didn't want my money, right? And that's the first thing he said. He said, I don't want your money. Uh, I just want to tell you something. And I'm like, what? And he said, uh, your headlights are turning yellow. Uh, the light's not getting out. Right. And then he's like, I'm going to show you something. Just, I'm going to show you something. Do you have a dollar bill? I'm like, man, you're asking me for money. He's like, just give me a dollar bill. I gave him a dollar bill. He, he gets this squirt bottle out of his backpack and he starts spraying my headlights and scraping at it with the dollar bill. And he starts talking about micro cutting, Right. He says, what I'm doing is not cleaning. I am I am micro-cutting. It's got to be done in 16 directions. This is not, nobody in the Bay Area knows how to do this but me. Anyway, he polished up my headlights really, really bright. They were real bad. And then he asked me for $20. I gave him $25. Uh, so that's what happened to me in the Walmart parking lot. And this guy struck me completely as like in The Legend of Zelda when you're uh, in Wind Waker, you're out in your boat. And a boat just sidles up to you, and it's a guy trying to sell you stuff. Uh, I was really impressed with that. So what I want to say is, do you have any experience with uh, a per- this guy immediately struck me as a video game NPC in mm. real life. So what experiences? Okay, first of all, if you need your headlights cleaned, just uh, park in the Walmart parking lot, and Bobby will show up. He said he's there all day, which is weird. Uh, so he's circling around on a mountain bike in a Walmart parking lot. Uh, and second of all, do you have any experience with real-life video game NPCs that you can think of? Uh, yeah, anyway, so we're back here on the Hot Button Podcast, uh, which is not the name of our show. <laughs> no. Uh, and uh, we were t- 
talking <laughs> about uh, uh, real-life video game NPCs. So I've met a lot of really sad ones, which I don't... It's not really very fun to talk about, but I've met the kind, yeah. you know, the kind of person where they only have one thing they can say, and yeah. if you... Uh, if you get them out of that loop, well, you can't get them out of that loop. If you try to, they're just going to say the same thing, like people that are schizophrenic or on drugs. Or... Are you also thinking about the guy who's about 30 feet away from us right now? Oh, actually, I wasn't thinking about that guy because he's got a bunch of different AI routines. Really? I, I only get one from him. Oh, really? Which one's that? Just 25 cents for the homeless? Question mark. That's seriously all you get from him? You never yeah. get... Shave this dirt off my face, and I'll show you the real Judas Priest. You never seen that? No. Yeah, that's, Whoa. Uh, what? I, yeah, that's uh, that's that's one of his lines. He shave uh, this dirt off my face, and I'll show you the real Judas Priest. That's right. Is that what he said? <laughs> that's what he said. Uh, he, he says oh, a lot that of stuff. Make to me. Any Sometimes sense. he's like, "Oh, we got another dead head right here." <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, he says a wow. lot of stuff to me. <laughs> Uh, but you're not that, thinking about that guy, apparently. I was okay. not thinking about that guy because he says so many different things. No, I was thinking yeah. about just really sad people <laughs> I've met who uh, who are just like saying the same thing to themselves. Like they're not even uh. they're not even there really, but they they sense the input of somebody coming by, and so that's what gets them going. But they're just saying the same stuff. But I've also uh, I I've met a bunch of NPCs at you know like Walgreens or something. Uh, like not the Walgreens yeah. near my house, because actually the people there are pretty funny. But some other ones, you go in there and uh, someone's, uh, you know, like find everything you wanted. And I was like, well, uh, I was hoping y'all might have a little something, something, making a joke, uh, but didn't find any of that. And they'll just be like, uh huh. <laughs> 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 like the people who, uh, when you're being clever and charming, will just not. They just won't get there with you. Met a bunch yeah. of those. I only uh, I only got one in mind, uh, unless it's just another uh, sidling up to me and propositioning me for money thing, which I got one of those too. Um, but uh, the one I had in mind was it was I don't remember what kind of doctor it was, but I had a doctor's appointment, um, and I think it might have been an eye exam. This is years ago, um, and there was one receptionist in in the, in the front office. And and it was a very small waiting room with maybe three chairs. And there were about eight of us there in the room. And I came up, uh, you know, to sort of check in. And she gave me a clipboard. And because, uh, you know, that's what you do when you, when you like a new patient at a, at a doctor. And she yeah. said, fill this out and take a seat. And there were no seats to sit down on. And uh, so I, I filled it out and didn't take a seat. But... Uh, I heard her say, fill this out and take a seat to the next three people who came in who also had nowhere else to sit. Interesting. And, uh, it just struck me that, that she had this AI routine that was very broken and just, or, or like the localization guys just, you know, didn't play the game mm -hmm. necessarily. They just saw the Japanese line and said, oh, well, maybe if she says take a seat instead, that'll sound more personable rather than uh, fill this out and wait. So uh yeah that that's my example that's what I got. You know uh yeah. I now think of another one. Okay. That is maybe a little better cuz those other ones were kind of boring. Um there's like a a dude who uh 
who was trying to give me an op- optional quest that I did not take. Um, he was, I was, I was going to USC at the time, and I was walking to uh, Spud Nuts. To oh, get, I love that place to get some donos. Uh, that's donuts for you, for you noobs at home. Um, and uh, and this guy comes up. He just rushes up to me and and my friend Rahul, who are walking down there, and he's like, "Hey, you guys, you got to give me some money." And uh, <laughs> and I'm like, "Why?" And he's like, "I just got out of jail. I did a favor for this other USC student, and now you got to pay me back." And I'm like, "No." First of all, I don't have money. I don't know who that guy is, etc. But he's like, "No, nah, man, you don't understand. I did him a favor." And uh it and it like the way that he was kind of posing that this idea made sense was very NPC like because, you know, wandering around in this uh in like Yokai Watch or something, which I've been playing recently. And then there's this policeman being like, "You know what?" My junior officer has been acting very strange. Will you, nine-year-old boy, go check on this for me? Uh, <laughs> and uh, it just—it just felt like that kind of a—that kind of an interaction because it—it just—it just didn't add up in any way other than, well, I guess we got to put some more quests in here. I also often see people uh, confused by doors. Oh, sure. Yeah. And that's very NPC-like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love that one. Or uh, people who um, don't actually know how to use elevators. They just kind of go in and stand there until the thing happens. You remember the people on the fourth floor at the at the UBM office? That is exactly what I'm thinking about, yeah. <laughs> yeah, those people, they would just they'd get into the elevator, and the door would close, and they'd just be talking about uh, dovetailing their ad synergies into uh, some sort of a double-clicked buzzword. Oh, dovetailed them. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, they would just be talking. And then, you know, if you didn't hit a button for them, they'd ride all the way up to the sixth floor with you and be like, ha ha, this isn't my floor. Oh, so they're like Or they'd the, just get out. Like the teammates in a shooter who uh, don't shoot anything, but they just yell. Yeah, exactly. They're just like yelling, like, oh, we gotta, yeah, let's get over there. And then it's like they're waiting for you to kill everybody. We're surrounded! And there's like one guy left walking <laughs> yes, around. Exactly. So that's the uh, that's the the real human equivalent of that. Yeah, that's who they were. And sometimes the the door would open, and they would just be standing there talking, and they're like they're they're enter the the uh, enter the the elevator node would not activate for some for some seconds until the door was about to close, and they'd be like, "Oh, the elevator." They also, uh, I believe, they also. Uh, did not, and this is universal of everyone on that floor, did not understand the difference between an elevator going up and an elevator going down. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> like the the funny thing was they were the they were the best dressed, sharpest looking people in the office because oh, they were absolutely. all they yeah. were all oh. in some sort of advertising thing, but they didn't understand how the world worked. That well, was the the, sure. ex, the explanation is staring you right in the face. They grew up with butlers. They don't press elevator buttons. That's right, monkey butlers probably. They don't know. They don't know. They don't know. They've never operated an elevator on their own. You, so that's what butlering means. It means pressing the elevator button. Butler, yeah. butler, and the butlin. You were the inadvertent butler, which God is darn it. 
which is the current title of our our of this episode of the show is the, <laughs> the, the, now, the inadvertent butler, butler. Right. yeah the or inadvertently butlering could be that we're not going to bother with that uh anyway yeah so i guess that just about wraps this up uh yeah this guy i mean it was amazing how ex- this was the most miraculous case of this guy's exactly what i look for in a game npc uh in real life he had personality quirks he had this big giant uh, mountain bike with big tires. He came like shredding up to us and like drifted to a stop in front of the car and goes, I'm not going to ask you for money. And he's like, my name's Bobby. And he shakes my hand and it's like, and then he's like, oh, my back hurts. And he keeps, he mentions his back like 16 times. Bobby bad back is what I called him afterward. <laughs> BBB. Which is <laughs> BBB. And it's like, I mean, he did me a service. And it was in a peculiar place. Uh, and then I looked into it, and it's like, yeah, it is kind of hard to clean headlights. you got to buy this kit. This guy did it with some – he's like, I'm not going to tell you what's in this bottle because then I'd be out of a job. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, this is one of the many services I offer. He gives me his phone number, says, if uh, any of your friends want their headlights clean, first of all, verify that their headlights are still yellow. If they're white, I can't do anything. Uh, if, if the headlights are white, you got to replace the uh, – got to replace the dome. And he's like, but if the headlights are yellow, tell him, uh, give him my number, tell him to come see me. I'm always here. It's like he's in the he's in the abandoned Walmart parking lot by the In and Out Burger that rules. You know, I saw I think, a uh, I saw a police chase in that parking lot while it was still a real parking lot. So, uh, you know, oh, that's that's I, scary. <laughs> that that adds to uh, that adds credence to your idea that this is a place where NPCs and you know uh, cutscene <laughs> events may occur. It's where, like, have you seen that video of Grand Theft Auto V? What happens if you just sit at a red light and leave the game uh, yeah, idle for hours? I haven't. That sounds like oh, something man. I want to watch for sure. It, it's it's really good. Basically, what happens is uh, just all the nonsense that can possibly happen in the world happens, which leads me to have some sort of, uh, some sort of like, I don't know, like, exclusive chaos theory where in in the game's world simulation, chaos is happening. Uh, wherever you are not, the game expects you to be moving so that if you don't move, it's just somehow a pocket of chaos, just a, a bubble pops, and then just insanity is happening, cops shooting people, trucks lighting on fire. Uh, <laughs> like, just, yeah, it's very, very strange Man, to I'm see this watch video. That. But yeah, you definitely want to watch that. And then the other, uh, uh, okay, so another thing is, it, speaking of Grand Theft Auto, uh, have you ever been walking down the street? This is just a good off the top of your head question. And two people are coming toward you or one person and they're on the phone and they just say something and you hear like a snippet of their conversation. And, oh, yeah. Uh, it's really funny. Off the top of your head, what's the funniest one of those you ever heard? All right. Here, I don't know about ever, but the, the first one that came to my mind was uh, uh, this this lady walking by me. And she's like, and you got your daughter up there dancing butt booty ass naked. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I could not recall any that I've personally heard, but I'm going to give you one that my friend Ian heard, Ian Adams, who's been, who's been the host of the show once. Actually. He's been on here before. Yeah. Um, he overheard someone say, I don't know how this bread works. <laughs> I don't know how this bread works like that. I don't know the tone. I just know the words. I don't know how this bread works. That's and, good. Uh, that's really good. That that one has always stuck with me. I think the best one I ever heard was in Japan. So uh, 
uh, allow me to speak to Superior Nihongo for a second. A guy just said to his friend, it looked like his kid brother, he just goes, which means a fruitless conversation will ensue. <laughs> which is like <laughs> like a fruit a fruitless conversation. This this conversation will become fruitless. So it's like a or or it will be a fruitless conversation or you know it's like I think like what were they talking about? It rules. It's like have like have you asked your boss for a raise? Uh that conversation would be fruitless. Could have been the context of it. So subtle is the superior Nihongo. Uh <laughs> But I digress, as I always do when talking about the Superior Nihon. Neil digressy. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. So here, I just want to say this now. Uh, it occurs to me. This just in, in the This Just In department, uh, there is a Jay and Silent Bob video game being made by Interabag. Bang, Interabag. Interabag Entertainment. Uh, it's being uh, uh, funded on fig.co, not .com. They couldn't afford the M. Jay and Silent Bob. Chronic Blunt Punch. Uh, it's a 2D side-scrolling uh, cartoon oh, of graphics. Of course, it is. Beat 'em up. It is a beat 'em up. Uh, so let's. So what? The question here is: What's a worse idea than that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because that's a difficult that's, one. Because I, I like those people as human beings and all. Interabag. Yeah. Interabag. Interabang. And I looked it up. Interabang. Entertainment. I know it's Interabang. Look, I got eye strain. It's in ter- it's 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 ter- it's terror bag to me is what it looks like. So what's a worse idea? I guess you could get like, uh, hmm. It's, I mean, it's hard. It's hard. It's when not. You're... It's not a terrible idea from a business perspective. I don't think that's true. You can drop any IP into a brawler, and it just kind of works. The Simpsons. Sure. Uh, didn't PewDiePie have one recently? Probably, I don't know. Yeah, I think that I mean, guy's got everything, though. I think yeah, that's true. He's probably also got four Lamborghinis, like. So, I mean, yeah, it's more Lambos well have, than I got. At least one he more. He might as well have. have a beat him up. See, right? I, I keep wanting to make a joke about a different Kevin Smith movie, but I think I'd literally rather play a video game of any other of his movies or IPs. Like okay, a, get a this. Dogma Brawler, I think, like. I'm like, yeah, oh, that would dog be one. horrible, but then wait, I'm like, wait, what wait, about a, funny. what about a chasing Amy endless runner? Boom, there you go. Ultimate yeah. joke. <laughs> there it is. Oh, ultimate joke. Uh, uh I believe they call that a a, a shutdown. Is you what know, they there call there that. is there is a game called the Chase on the DS, which was yeah, it, it wasn't an endless runner. It was a it was like a platform game where you were always running because runners didn't exist as such yet. Mm-hmm. And magical uh, chase. And that magical chase. Um, yeah, and I, I found myself thinking, I wonder if this they pitched this as chasing Amy before they, because it, it's a, it, you're chasing <laughs> this lady through through the city. Oh, chasing yeah. a lady, yeah. lady chaser. Yeah, LC. What are, yeah, what I mean, are the video it's games? It's hard so... to think of something worse because Kevin Smith is one of the worst directors who makes all the worst properties. Have you, but have you have you ever seen that guy talk? Yeah. There's YouTube, there's YouTube videos of like him talking about Prince. Have you seen that? Not that Where one. He, he gave some college lecture and he's talking about his experience working with Prince. I was like, wow, what a what a decent guy. But why why is he wearing that hockey jersey? Yeah, he um his, his best work <laughs> his best work is when you just put a camera on him and he talks. 
Yeah, I was like, wow, what a what a decent, cool dude. Yeah, like just... hearing him talk about his experience making the Superman movie, like it's hilarious. Yeah, he's, he's and he's a really good public speaker. I want nothing to do with his movies though. If if we want to, if we want something worse, what about like a Quentin Tarantino Clash of Clans clone? Oh, uh, Clash and Claren, Clash and Clanantino. <laughs> yeah, Clash and Tarant, Clash and Tear Clanantino. Yeah. Okay, that's I, that's really hard to work. With. <laughs> that didn't work uh, out very well. Yeah, we're not we're not a we're not off to a good start with that one. Yeah, see, that's uh, that's pretty, not pretty the best, bad idea. Uh, yeah. Okay, that's pretty good. Uh, I'm trying to yeah. think of other '90s stuff that's dead. Like I don't know, Malcolm in the Middle or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I guess we've we've can morph this the last topic dinosaur. into into what what would be the worst uh, movie to license into a beat 'em up. Hmm. Like a classic Konami style beat 'em up. What would be the worst? The worst movie. I mean, because you said anything can work. Let's try to find one that doesn't. I, I think. I think maybe anything would by work. If you mean people would play it if they liked, because it's just well, anything I think of is like that'd be funny. Like I don't know. I, yeah, well, I think... Anna and her sisters. Oh wait, that'd be great. Yeah, you know, yeah. like the, the problem. The the thing you'd have to do is get something that's completely abstract. It doesn't have characters in it. Because if it's got characters, you can make it work. If it doesn't, uh-huh. then it won't. That would feel like cheating the question, though. Yeah, but it's the only way I can think of. Because really, just if a movie has characters, more than one, you can make a beat 'em up out of it. Because you just put them in a scenario, and then there you go. Yeah. I think. I guess so. I'm looking at this Jay and Silent Bob page, and I don't know. It's a video game with marijuana references in it. They don't yeah. really do that very often, do they? <laughs> There's a $69 reward tier. Nice. Is there a 420? No, it's 450. It goes from 350 to 450. What? Do you, yeah. Oh man, you should have had a. They made a mistake. They they've got a god darn 69, but they don't have a 420. You idiots! What a bunch of fools! Do they have a six six six? No, there's no six six six. If you're gonna go ahead and not have a four hundred twenty dollar reward tier on your game about weed dealers, uh, bunch of amateurs. Yeah, that's real amateurishness, and and uh, yeah, that's the straight dope. I'm gonna have to give them uh, the thumbs down. Uh, on the winners to wieners scale, that gets a wiener. Yeah, that's a definite wiener. Yeah. All right. Uh, so I guess we should move along to the next hot button issue of the day. Uh, you guys, I don't know if you, uh, you you probably know of this. I don't know if you like it, love it, ha ha it, wow it, sad it, or angry it. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice Facebook new thingy reference. Yeah, but but Facebook introduced some new likes. Uh, they they introduced a, a range of emotions, as a computer programmer would call it. That was a joke. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's that's a computer programmer joke. Uh, they introduced a range of emotions. Uh, uh, and uh, w- w- have you guys seen these? Yeah. Okay, you see the little art. They they obviously had to make an art direction decision. It's not too bad. Uh, I don't really believe that those are the only six emotions in the world. But uh, if you had to replace them. With video game characters, uh, who would they be? We have to make a definitive list. Sonic. Who was the vi- who was the video game? No, no, no. It has to be a different oh. character for each one. Oh. So oh, who is who is the like? Okay, I gotta look up. I haven't seen these. I think the like could be Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, 
Okay, here we go. Here we go. Thank with you, the the number, Verge. With the, with the number one finger, I think. Uh, okay, so, okay, see, like, love, haha, wow, sad, and angry? Are, is that what we're looking at? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, and, and you want video game uh, icons for these? Is that, is that yeah, the yeah. It, okay. uh, each each one has to be a different character. Yeah, I'd, I would I'd say. say, you know, Sonic loves doing the thumbs up. He should be the like. Yeah, Sonic, uh, yeah, it, either the thumbs up or the uh, the finger wag. Uh, but yeah, yeah, the thumbs up is good. I mean, uh, Sonic, wow! Baby. Wow should be someone's like getting hurt face. I can't think of who though. Um, maybe uh, it could be like Zangief when he gets hit in the guts in in uh, in what do you call it in in Street Fighter Two specifically? He 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 does that eyes bugging out of his oh, face. Oh sure, sure. So I actually think it should be Ken in Street Fighter Two because you bring up Street Fighter Two because his hair is so bad. He has like that weird. <laughs> Like, wig of yellow, stringy, crayon, french fry hair. Yeah, he's got a little and, Conan thing going on. Yeah, and when he gets, like, uppercutted in the stomach and he throws up, I think it should be that face. Um, that's what that's what I think. Or it could be... Man, I the like game, the Eve one. It could be the Game Pro 5 out of 5. Oh, that's a good one, too, yeah. The exploding head. It could well, be that. I would like that because my, my choice for sad is Chun-Li after being defeated in Street Fighter 2. Oh, yeah. Oh, sad yeah. about it. So oh. that way we don't tie up Street Fighter 2. Although, you know, maybe there should be more than one Street Fighter 2. I don't know. A lot of Street good Fighter 2's got some good graphos. Yeah. Uh, it's got Sagudzi Grafsi. Giraffes. In, uh, in Italy. Yeah. Yeah. Who's the, who's the love lo- uh, icon? I'm having a hard time with that one. Cause yeah, I, cause it's too. just On Facebook, it's just an abstract. It's just a heart. Right, and I can't think of video game characters that exude love in their face. I feel like Princess Peach kind of does. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of saving her for an emergency because, you know, she can be the angry one real, really easily, too. Yeah. What about the tulip guy? He, no, he doesn't, ex- I mean, you, yeah, he you don't look really... at his face and go like, oh, oh you, you could have tulip, uh, the tulip guy kissing someone and there's a heart icon. Yeah. Or you just have you could have you could have can, can we have mm. two characters? Can it be the tulip guy kissing someone uh, surrounded by art? Yeah, I figure go nuts with it, buddy. All right, All right, there it is, there it is. So we've got Sonic for like, tulip for love. What's the haha? What's a video game character that looks just like eternally amused? Not hmm. Bubsy. Don't you dare say Bubsy. <laughs> <laughs> I know. No, I hopefully nobody was going to actually say Bubsy. I was thinking Crash Bandicoot, but he's, he's and he looks amused, but he's not. You know, he's not LOLing like this thing. It's kind of a DreamWorks amused. Yeah. So who's always laughing besides Knuckles? My mom. No. She's not a video game character. No, not at all. Knuckles laughs a lot. We gotta we gotta pick a guy who's or a girl whose face you look at. And it's just like, oh man. That person's just always amused at something. Yeah, I feel like the eight or sixteen bit era is mm-hmm. where we're gonna find this. What yeah. about that? Uh, hmm. For some reason, I have a an impression of the the Monster World guy being real happy sometimes, but maybe he that's has no mouth. True. Doesn't have a mouth. No. Who am I thinking of? Um, no mouth. Man, he, mu- he must not be able to scream then. Yeah. It's true. It's true. Yeah, real but good. But he joke must, so it's really upsetting. Yeah. 
So he's just going to have to cry about it. Yeah. So, Well, that's our sad. Oh, wait, no, Chun-Li. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of people who look happy, but there's no one who looks like they're just cracking up constantly. Cracking up. Uh, man, yeah, it's hard. Yeah, this is a tough, tough one. Yeah, that's this question is more exciting than I thought it would be. So, <laughs> uh, I mean, you could cheat and do like the Joker, but that's not. I don't know if I'd consider that a video game character. He's got to be a video game character. Yeah, he's got to be. It's got to be somebody who's straight up from a video game. Okay, um, who laugh? I who guess laughs in video games. Nobody laughs. I guess there's got got to be a Super Mario villain that laughs all the time. I would say that Ryu from, or rather Ryo from um King of Fighters Art of Fighting he's he's laughing in a lot he's really lolling in a lot of his promo art Mhm um Oops. I don't know if he's really the right guy Maybe not Man it's a toughen It it's is a, it's Yeah it's toughen. real tough So we can move on to So wait who's the wow is the wow of throwing up somebody throwing up or is it the game pro 5 out of 5 5 out of 5 yeah. yeah. I think the, I think exploding head. Yeah. And that sad. is suddenly and angry. Uh, let's go ahead and say it's bonk with some meat. Yeah. B- yeah. Bonk eats some meat, and then he just guy doesn't care about anything anymore. Guy just uh, yeah, he's just ready to burn it all down. What about Kirby? Kirby's things. pretty happy, but he's not laughing all the time. He's never yeah, laughing. He's, he's got kind of a stoic expression yeah. on his face most of the time. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna do a Google real quick called video game. Character, z, laughing. I'm gonna Google image search awesome possum. Awesome possum. That thing's awesome. Oh no! Wow. The very first result was it was on the tip of my brain. It's the duck hunt dog. Oh god. He's just lolling all the time. The guy won't stop. He's pretty sarcastic about it though. But he's laughing. He's laughing out loud. It doesn't matter. I guess. I it's, guess. It's real close. Oh, no. That's got to be it. We can't top that. I'm going to Google game characters. What about Pac-Man? Still... Pac-Man's always got his mouth open in a sort of a lull position. Yeah, Pac-Man's nah. a... Lull position. You remember that Atari 2600 game? Lull. Yeah. yeah. Uh, lull position. Yeah. Man, yeah, I guess it's got to be that guy. It's got to be. That, I hate that duck hunt dog. Yeah, that dog sucks. Yeah, well... So does having the the uh, the lol be haha on uh, Facebook? Haha is a sign of I think. I don't know. I think both haha and lol are pretty low intelligence. So what do I know? I use a uh, lol though because I think why not go full stupid? Mm-hmm. There you go. That's a, that's a good. Uh, who? Which which one do either of you guys use? Do you ever use either of those in texts or whatever? I use ha space ha. I ha use... space ha. I use it without the space typically, but uh, uh-huh. lol. I don't know. I don't know if I want to use the word ironically, but I, I I'd use I use lol interchangeably depending on tone. I used uh, to, okay. I used to use lol uh, ironically, but then I decided that that was not very cool to do. Uh huh. Changed my mind. That's all. What about what about when playing the Atari Twenty Six Hundred game lol position? Yeah, when I play lol position. <laughs> You know, I get you got it. You got to do it, or else you're gonna lose the game. And it, when you die in the game, you die for real. So you don't want to die for real, buddy. No, not not because of lull position. 
Yeah. Uh, so I think that gets us to the end of that. Sure. Uh, I'd agree. Because, because in all honesty, who in God's name cares to hear more about that? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so moving right along, uh, we've been doing a thing in my house. Uh, uh, so on Valentine's Day, you know, the holiest of American holidays, uh, I, I should roll back to Thanksgiving. Do you guys know what I did on Thanksgiving? I fasted for exactly 24 hours from, well, for exactly 24 hours and two minutes. I mean, from 11... that doesn't sound very fast. <laughs> yeah. Well, you should have seen how fast I was going. Oh, so uh, I, I fasted on Thanksgiving uh, from 11.59 p.m. Wednesday to 12.01 a.m. Friday. I, I fasted, but I actually fell asleep, so it ended up being more like 40 hours. But uh, I thought that was like a funny thing to do to uh, just kind of really flip off the holiday. Mm-hmm. So... For Valentine's Day, uh, I uh, I rejected the notion of Valentine's Day, and I promised no contact with any female humans. Right, mm-hmm. number one, no replies to texts, etc. And I invited over two of my buddies, Michael Kerwin and uh, our buddy Ryan. You know Ryan, and we watched The Godfather and The Godfather Part Two. With a twist, no sound of any kind was tolerated. No one was allowed to laugh. No one was allowed to breathe loudly. Uh, not a single word was to be uttered. With the uh, our phones were turned off, placed in a box, which was then sealed. Uh, the condition was: if anyone said, on accident or otherwise, a single word, we would have to stop the movie. Right? And guess what? We made it. And you know what? It was great. So uh, I don't really know what that has to do with video games, but a week later we did the same thing except with the movie Heat. And also it was a smashing success as well. This looks like the sort of thing we uh, we might be doing more of in the future because uh, when, when you have this social pressure to be completely silent, uh, you kind of really get involved in the movie a little bit more than I would by myself even. So... Uh, yeah, what what sort of uh, what does that mean? Uh, does anybody <laughs> think that's a good idea? What do you think about that? I'm, What's going I'm, on? I'm into arbitrary constraints. Recently, I was debating whether it would be possible for me to do to to lead a regimented life for a certain amount of time. It was proposed yeah. that I could perhaps try it for a week, but things like work on you know I'm working on four different things right now yeah and and one of those things is just called video games so no matter how many video game projects i have going on that doesn't matter that's video games is one of the things that i'm working on right now and so I, the the thought crossed my mind maybe i could work for two hours on this thing two hours on that thing one hour on this thing one on that and uh also you know practice japanese for an hour on wednesdays and uh you know wednesdays and fridays or something and practice drawing so that i can get okay at art or something like that like what but it sure doesn't sound like something i'd do uh because most of my working life is is just what's this over here that looks shiny i'm gonna finish this one and then oh there's another thing i'm gonna go do that it's very 
that's how I've been living my, my working life. Can I do this other thing? I don't know. I could definitely sit and watch a TV for two hours without looking at my phone or anybody talking. Like, if I were, yeah. if I were guaranteed that nobody else was going to be talking, then I, I would love it. Because, <laughs> you know, I don't need to talk through a movie. But if other people oh, exactly. are doing it, then I, then I kind of have to in order to not get annoyed. But if if it's possible to just sit there and watch it, man, yeah, I'll I'll yeah, that's I'll do that. That's like me and popcorn in a movie theater. If I'm not eating popcorn, oh boy, do I hate popcorn. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I why are people eating popcorn? God darn it. Is what I'm thinking. Yeah. If I don't, if I don't have a big old tasty bucket of corn in front of me, uh, so after watching these movies in complete silence, uh, I mean, yeah, the the guarantee of silence was pretty cool. Uh, there was no eating, no drinking. <laughs> it was uh, we spent six hours in the dark, in the cold, silent dark, watching. I'm I'm not sure we're gonna watch six hours of movies every week, but we might start doing that like every Sunday. That- silent silent movie club i have i have two things to say about that one is not related to video games and it is an anecdote from my college days when there was a there was a teacher of mine he taught he was the ta for the uh i guess experimental film class that i took and he he went to see Andy Warhol's I don't, I don't know what it's called Paris at night or something like that. Yeah. And and it's just a continuous 8-hour shot of, you know, as continuous as it can be of the Eiffel Tower and and the only thing that changes aside from, you know, a little light variance is there's there's a light blinking on the Eiffel Tower and you just watch that for 8 hours. And uh so he went to go see this because he's like, all right, this is an important cultural artifact. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to sit through it. I'm going to pay attention. I'm going to, you know, this is going to be meditative. I'm going to see what happens. So he goes in there and he watches it. Then about four hours later, uh, the lights come up and he's like, oh, I didn't realize there was an intermission for this. And uh, a voice comes over the PA and they're like, um... We're very sorry. We played the film at twice the speed, and uh, n- we did not notice. And it's over now. Sorry. And uh, well, that rules. So, so he had simultaneously had the experience and been cheated of it, uh, because he's like, I sat through the whole damn thing. I I never want to do this again in my life. I was like contemplating things and whatever. But I watched it at twice the speed, so did I really do it? Or did um, he contemplate at twice the speed? Oh uh, yeah, that's a good question. Maybe maybe because of that it uh but you know, he got to see it maybe in a new way. How exciting. And that makes me think then, uh, a video game related thing is you know, when when people love a thing like let's say Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Yeah they will um, they will find a bunch of different ways to beat it and arbitrary rules to make the game continue delivering things to them. So, you know, my my programmer Shane was talking about how he f- found out when he was younger that you could 
do the dungeons in reverse order, and he and he did that. And he's like, I don't think anybody else has ever done that. But he hadn't checked the internet, and I was like, at this point, I bet there are about a thousand speed runs of people doing reverse order dungeon Ocarina of Time, and that proved to be correct. Yes. <laughs> um, and uh, they did it at uh, the last AGDQ, I believe. Ah, excellent. Oh, they did it on Link to the Past, actually. But anyway. Yeah. So, like, you know, it's that's an, that's an interesting thing to me. Where if you if you like something, and nothing else scratches that itch. Like recently, I was thinking about how I would sure love to watch another movie like Big Trouble in Little China, but nobody made one. So mm-hmm. I guess I'm going to watch Big Trouble in Little China again. And I'm going to notice some more things about it. <laughs> like, I don't know yeah. what else I can do. But in a video game, you can be like, yeah, I I really like Final Fight 3, but uh, they didn't make another one of those. And so I'm just going to, I'm going to play through it straight. And then I'm going to play through it using only alternate paths. And then I'm going to use alternate paths and then straight paths alternatingly. You can just, you can make yourself some rules and you got yourself a slightly different version of the same video game. And that's kind of nice. And in a way, that's sort of what you're doing with your life there, because you've seen The Godfather and you've seen Heat. But you, oh, yeah. You can uh, you can reposition it in your life by by changing the things surrounding it, having having different people there, having a different, different kind of a conversation with the movie wherein you're not speaking, you're only listening and absorbing. Mm-hmm. You can also do things if you're watching a movie like bow to always look uh, at weird background characters this time and stare at them. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's a, that's a fun thing to do. Mm-hmm. There's movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah like uh, I watched the Australian edition of Big Trouble. Well, not Big Trouble in China. Of The Blood of Heroes, which is one of my favorite movies, directed by David Peoples, the only movie he ever directed. Um, he is really cool. Skulls of the Jugger, you mean? Yeah. And so I watched the Australian version, and it had something like 10 minutes of extra footage in it. And I was thinking to myself when I watched this. Was it just guys, uh, what? Was it just guys saying crikey over and over (laughs) again? (laughs) They they were just saying, throw another shrimp on the barbie, is what they said, uh, just constantly. 10 minutes of that. And then some crikeys and some the dingo ate your baby and et cetera. Um, mm. But yeah, I was thinking to myself, well, I haven't seen the regular movie in about three years. I wonder if I'm going to notice this extra stuff. Uh, but keep in mind, prior to those three years, I had seen the movie probably 30 times <laughs> uh, across my life. And so I, I watched this movie, this new version and holy lord did i notice every single different word that was in there and i i would i don't have a very good memory and i would not have expected it but uh it was really fun and exciting to me to watch this this extra stuff like it's different from watching deleted scenes cuz they're taken out of they're removed from the context of the entire narrative and it doesn't really right uh do the same thing but when when it's all in there it's like wow this is a uh, I'm watching this movie again for the first ish time, more yeah, like the one point like, five time. I I don't think there is a scenario where this exists for me specifically, but I would love to be able to uh, 
uh, replay a text-heavy game that I'd played a lot of times before, but with a different translation. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I think that'd be great. Like, like when there were rumors of, of Nintendo Treehouse actually doing Mother 3, I, I was excited at the possibility of playing through that game, you know, as told by a different interpreter. Like, I, I think that'd be a really nice uh, experience for for uh, thinking about a game in, a, in a, an entirely different way. Yeah. And, uh, it's probably uh, vaguely similar to seeing some extra footage in Big Trouble in Little China. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that stuff excites me. So, I mean, I played all the way through Final Fantasy 4 and 6. So, okay, I guess I've done this this exact thing. Uh, played played a game just because it had a new localization. Uh, Final Fantasy 4 and 6. And then four uh, again. I played four on my iPad, the DS version of Final Fantasy four. That's another new translation. So there was a okay. There's the SNES translation. There's the Game Boy Advance translation, and there's the DS slash iOS translation. I've played all of those because it's one of my favorite games, and I've also played it in yes, Superior Nihongo, and yes, I've played it in Superior Nihongo with voice acting as well. So it's like uh, I love doing that sort of thing with something that I think is cool. I'd do that with Mother 3 for real. I'd go I'd go right in on that. Have you played the fan translation? Uh no, I played part of it. I probably I I would play it. The next I keep saying the next time I play the game, I'll play it that way. I might play it that way and stream it or whatever. Yeah, or you should. what have you. What have you? No, no, I'll have that. I do have that. So uh my next uh, topic is a pretty good one. It's about Heat, a film I just mentioned. How cool is that that uh, I mentioned it 10 minutes ago and wow. now I'm mentioning it again? Here we are. Uh, I like the movie Heat a lot. That's the whole question. No, no, no. The, uh, so Heat is cool because Al Pacino and Robert De Niro were both in the Godfather movies, uh, Godfather Part Two, uh, in particular. But uh, they were never in the same scenes for obvious reasons. Mm. Right, too Italian. Uh, yeah, yeah, too too Italiano. But uh, well, I mean, Robert De Niro was Don Corleone, Vito Corleone in flashbacks. Yes. Right. Right. And Al Pacino is Michael Corleone in the future. Uh, so it was they they never they never shared any scenes. Uh, and uh, it became this fantasy of the American like the the big time red blooded American cinema watching male. The big fantasy was that someday those two guys would be in a movie together and it would be cool. And then finally, in the year of our Lord, 1995, we got our wish in the film Heat, right? Uh, Where you have this brilliant scene where uh, Al Pacino and Robert De Niro have a cup of coffee together. One of them is the villain. One of them is the cop dedicated to taking him down. I won't spoil which if you haven't seen the film. Uh, so that's a really, really sweet moment uh, in a movie. And what a big, big impact, you know, for for movies, like something like that to happen. What in God's name is anything like that in video games? They They mash stuff together all the time, but it's certainly not that way. It's like Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games. Is yeah. that the best we have? No. Are Mario and Sonic our Pacino and De Niro? I mean, come on, man. Come on. It's got to be 
I don't know, like series creator finally returns for sequel or something. Wait, I actually I have an idea yeah. of what that could be. Oh, well, I would uh, like to hear it. It's, That's uh, why I it's, asked the it's, question. It's uh, Capcom versus SNK is what it is, I think, because hmm. you've got you've got the the two top ranking fighting game developers with the two top ranking fighting games, and I you know I heard tons of I I mean I didn't have a whole lot of pl- friends that played video games, but but anyone that liked fighting games was like. King of Fighters is better, or uh, Street Fighter yeah. is better, or then there would be a discussion thereafter. Like, wouldn't it be awesome if you could, if you could like play as Terry in? Okay, probably nobody said that. If you could play, <laughs> if you could play as a Street Fighter character in King of Fighters, etc. And then suddenly there it was. There was Capcom versus SNK, and then there was CVS two, which is like a legit game that people, you know, there's no there's no other fighting game that is like that one. Um, Were you about to say people still play it? I mean, they do. Don't they, they do. They do. They they yeah, still play yeah. it at, at it's still played at Evo. Not by it's not. It's, you're not going to see it on the big screen, but you you get a couple hundred people playing there. playing money matches of uh, of CVS two. Patrick Miller, a friend to the show, goes there and and does that and gets destroyed. Uh, but he's like, he's really good at it. You know, there there are people that love that thing. So I I would say that's my bid. It's it's okay. it's not as serious as so heat, wait, which, but which which one of them is uh is Pacino and which one of them is De Niro? You know, I'm gonna say Pacino is Capcom because I would yeah. say he's okay. more more popular and a little little sharper. And then De Niro is SNK, even though I like SNK a lot. So uh, I would I would justify it as Pacino is Capcom because uh he's in slightly less varied roles mm. and he's more rigidly uh you you know you don't see a whole lot of Pacino. Yeah. He's uh he's very particular whereas De Niro did comedy. Yeah. Uh he did just a wide range of yeah, stuff. He's, he's looser. Yeah, he's loose and he's all he's a whole big old variety of characters. I mean how ver- versatile he's real versatile he's done co- like a hardcore straight up comedy and he's done serious serious dude drama yeah i don't know whereas uh you kind of know what you're getting when you hear pacino he's got that particular yeah sense of guy and clipped voice did you see that did you see that stupid uh movie about old guys going to las vegas uh no, but I know which movie you're talking about. I did not see that. It's got like Michael Douglas in it, and uh, and uh, Morgan Freeman, Morgan and Al Freeman, Pacino, Al Pacino, and then a third guy whose name I don't remember. I mean, a fourth. Did guy. you see? I saw there that, was a movie. And it was uh, actually pretty funny. It was stupid, but I yeah, you know, it was a good Pacino. Like Pacino's whole range was on display there because he was funny, but he was also. He was the character who was mad at another character, and so there was yeah, a, yeah, there was drama. One in there. guy was like getting married. I it's on my list of movies to watch if I ever accidentally see it on Netflix. Yeah, get, give it a watch. See, I, I I don't I didn't hate it at all. There's another later uh, Pacino movie called Stand Up Guys. Have you heard of this movie? Oh, Sug. Sug, where, where uh, Al, Pac- Al Pacino plays a guy who just got out of prison, right? And uh, his buddy Christopher Walken comes to pick him up from jail, and their other buddy Alan Arkin is hanging out with them. 
and you just get to hang out with these three cool actors. That's fun. And it's it's really, really aggressively stupid. Uh, so I would actually say that Capcom versus SNK, I feel like SNK is a little bit more of a Christopher Walken mm. uh, in terms of the fan base. Mm. Sure. I don't, I don't know if there is a... I would say Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games, if we're talking about that. Well, I'm, uh, I'm approaching this less from the, like, finally these two things are together angle and, yeah, and, more, and more from the, the pure, like, okay... You've been asking for this for a long time. Here it is, finally, exactly what you want, Angle. And uh, the two I'm coming up with are, uh, all right, we took that cartoony nonsense out of Zelda. Now it's real. Yeah. <laughs> Twilight Princess, right? And and then uh, uh, the Final Fantasy VII remake that's coming out is the other one that comes to mind for me. Where it's yeah, like, Lord. Just like... The thing that everybody wanted and talked about and God wouldn't be so easy. They'd make so much money if they just shut up and do this. Like those are the two examples I can think of of that. Yeah. I guess it yeah, that that makes that makes sense. Uh yeah, I just I, I keep getting hung up on wanting to make fun of Mario and Sonic <laughs> at the Olympics. <laughs> because it's like that's like that's the the playground fantasy, and I guess this just points to video games having been a child's toy for so long that uh that was like was that supposed to be a moment when that happened? Were we supposed to be like, oh my God, Mario and Sonic are in the same game? Smash Bros is Smash Bros the well, but here's here's something as well. Uh, yeah, you know, like Mar- Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games, we can definitely make fun of it, but in in the one sense. It maybe it was what people wanted because didn't that sell like twelve million? It was like the thing that kept Sega from yeah. going under that year or something. I mean, I'm exaggerating slightly, but they, it was real. Popular. They shoveled it everywhere. Yeah. So the people wanted it. Yeah, it was it was everywhere. I guess. Yeah, people people wanted it. It made money. They made another one every time there's an Olympics. There's going to be another one of those. Yeah. Like, uh, I guess Mario Kart now has like Pac Man. And Link, you get to be Link. Like for some reason, having Link on a go kart against Mario is like realer and more uh, canonically pure to people than Mario and Link punching each other in Smash Bros. You know, I've been talking about this for for years, but Japan's, you know, kind of um, contracting of the of its industry especially its console industry and its properties its numbers of number of companies its number of developers etc its number of people that even buy or play the games like you know uh sony has sold 34 million playstation 4s of which 2 million are from japan uh, the rest of which are all outside japan like only 2 million people in japan care about the playstation 4 um, Real strange. So, with all that going on, the just the the spiraling in of intellectual properties has been so severe. Where there are all these all these crossover games now. Like it used to be, you know, when when Capcom versus SNK came out, that was a surprise and it was kind of special. But now it's like, oh yeah, did you put uh, some like garbage character in Smash? Suddenly, I'm not surprised. I'm did you did you do a uh a um man what's what's Sengoku Muso called Dynasty Warriors did you do a Dynasty Warriors 
with another Sen property. Goku Muso is uh, that's uh, that's Samurai Warriors. Dynasty Warriors is San Goku Muso. Oh yeah, it's yeah. actually it's actually Shin San Goku Muso right. in the Superior Nihongo. Right, San Goku Muso was, so, a, was another so, thing. Anyway, um, so yeah. those like those mashups, like we we got Project Cross Zone two now, and it, and at this point, I just I just expect to be able to play as uh, like. <clears throat> I don't know, uh, Alucard and Phoenix Wright with yeah. like Ash from from Pokemon. Like, well, Phoenix the, Wright what I is should a, be doing now, is a good example because there was that Phoenix Wright and Professor Layton game. Mm-hmm. So that that was like a respectfully done game with like a crafted, meticulous sort of world in it. It wasn't just some gimmick. Right, so but I it was now, but it was just two stars in a movie together. It wasn't like two stars yeah. that everyone wanted to see together. It was just like exactly, oh, cool, yeah. that's a good cast. You so know? what I'm thinking is the game, you know, all due respect to every other video game developer in the world, but uh if they were to make a big time RPG game that was an RPG with some action in it playing that game had game. some takes itself way too seriously story that combined Mario and Link that would be it some big adventure yeah. that was Mario meets Zelda yeah that there. like actually establishes some canonical link between Hyrule and the Mushroom Kingdom or something yeah, yeah if, they, if they were to do that that would be for better or for worse at this moment in time right now that would be the heat of video games. I agree. Hmm. With this uh Zelda has been out for 30 years, Mario's been out 31 years. I guess they've got they Zelda just had its 30th anniversary the other day. Uh yeah, it would have to be Mario and Link team up. Mario would be wearing some sort of more textured overalls. Yeah. You know, he'd, so he'd, it's he'd like be Twilight Princess style Mario. He'd be No, I I think it would be more like uh, like Link and Cloud or something. Yeah, but they couldn't uh, really like. Yeah, yeah, it would be like Final Fantasy meets Zelda. I, I, I disagree know, with you, Brandon, because I don't I think, think it's I don't Mario. Think that, I don't think that. I don't think that crossover lives in many head canons. Whereas what Tim's saying, Mario and Link, you know, they they've sort of brushed shoulders a whole lot of times and all these other things, but they've never really been in a game together. Man, I, I don't mm-hmm. feel like anyone would imagine that those things were supposed to go together, though. They're totally different kinds of but games. They're, 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 they're both in Nintendo World, and they're both like the stars of Nintendo World. Yeah, that's like two big stars. It's like you never saw... It took until like 2012 for Jackie Chan and Jet Li to be in the same movie. Yeah. It took until The Expendables 2... For Sylvester Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger to like co-star in a movie, uh, yeah. Well, you know, I, it's like it's like them being in Smash Brothers together. To me, is the equivalent of Godfather Two. You know, they're not yeah. they're not really co-stars in this game. They're both just in this game. Yeah, the game is just it's all a pile of references. If there were a serious, no, it doesn't have to be serious, but right. like a a Nintendo serious plot. Mario and Link team up, man. I just don't That's... think anybody's calling for it, which is the which was one of the 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 prompts of this. Like, I don't think there are people yeah, out there yeah. being like, "Man, if only Mario and Link were in a game together." I don't yeah. know. Yeah, 
I guess they're not like super. I mean, we'll we'll know after this episode goes live. <laughs> if anybody's calling for it? Yeah. But uh, like another like one of the hallmarks of Heat is uh, it's just first and foremost a really good story, and uh, uh, there's no gimmick to it, which is the really surprising, interesting thing. It's uh, it's just a it's a good plot, and there's like a place where you could put a gimmick, but it's like decidedly Michael Mann does not put a gimmick there. It's just, uh, uh, I mean, I, I, it's, it's just a real good plot, real good story, good film, etc. Uh, I feel like that was going to tie into something. Yeah. So the thing is, uh, one of the things that my final point here for this, one of the things that kind of used to make me mad was to see any video game, like any video game critic mention heat they mentioned it any time there was like action in a Grand Theft Auto game. It'd be like it's just like Heat. <laughs> like Grand Theft Auto Five is just like Heat. It's like no, Grand Theft Auto Five has a guy who's kind of nuts in it, who resembles uh, Lynch from Kane and Lynch, uh, who is like ripped wholesale off of Wayne Grow from Heat. So it's like I don't know, man. They're like, oh, there's a bank heist in Grand Theft Auto Four. It's just like Heat. It's like, man, no, it's not. It's like a, it's, it's a heist. There's been a lot of those. Yeah. Like heat is just like a really, really good thing. And there's not a video game that's as good at being a video game as a uh, heat is at being a movie. So in other words, I've just crowbarred open the citizen Kane of video games conversation, uh, which is like, let's not bother talking about the citizen Kane of video games. Let's talk about the, the heat, the Ben, Hur, the, uh, Godfather, well, I guess there is a Godfather video game. And that's all I have to say. And also, uh, Frank, you left your copy of your Blu-ray of Citizen Kane here like two years ago, and I keep meaning to give it back. Oh. And that's the straight dope. <laughs> Good to know. I've obviously yeah, uh, really been jonesing for that. I've watched it a couple of times. so Yeah, I like that it's movie. A, it's pretty good, but it's no Ocarina of Time. <laughs> And that, I believe, is uh, the straight dope, the last word, the insert credit show, number 123. What do you think? I think that's true. Any closing thoughts? Yeah, I think that, uh, you know, you only get, what, an hour, 48 minutes maybe of of entertainment out of Citizen Kane for $20. That's ridiculous. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. That's that's, uh, that's too much. So, uh, you know, just when... Tim, when when Citizen Kane goes back to Frank's house, what's going to be the Citizen Kane of your house? Uh, Barry <laughs> Lyndon. Okay. Barry Lyndon is going to be the Citizen Kane of my house. I've decided recently that Barry Lyndon is probably my favorite movie. Have I told you guys about... I haven't mentioned this on the show. I've liked that movie for a very long time, and I think now maybe it's my favorite movie. And maybe you want to pray about it. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> But uh, I was going to say something else. Oh, speaking of watching movies in silence, here's a here's something that you might like, Brandon. I went to see the movie The Witch yesterday. Which one? The Witch. Uh, first of all, super fantastic film. I would recommend everybody watch it. Uh, but I'll be god darned if people in the theater didn't just completely ruin it. Uh, there was a couple sitting a row in front of me in their pajamas sleeping through the whole movie start to finish like before the preview started till the end of the movie 
And that just weirds me out, man. Yeah. And then with five minutes to go in the movie, two people come and stand in the hallway with the big half-empty bucket of popcorn, shaking his bucket of popcorn to try to get some good pieces and just staring at the movie. And then he walks in front of the screen to one side of the theater and then stands there for three seconds and then walks back. And I'm like, man, come on, people. And I love my watch movies in silence idea. So yeah. there's that. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, w- I was invited to go to these these cheap San Leandro movie nights. But I was yeah. like, I sure do hate watching movies if there's ever anyone else there. And uh, that that sort so, of confirms for me. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say uh, that you're right about the movie uh, The Witch. You're definitely right for not going to that one. But a lot of the other ones... We watch just dumb movies that are big, dumb, and loud, and who cares? And uh, that's fun. So, uh, but definitely I wish I had not seen that one in that uh, particular environment. That is a too-badness. Well, you know, virtual reality will fix all of this soon. Oh, God, I can't wait. Put it on my head and lock the door. (laughs) You know what I mean? And that's all the time we have for today. (laughs) And that's the straight dope. On the Hot Button Show. Visit us at hotbuttonsforfun.org where we're changing the world one audio broadcast or broadio oddcast at a time. Follow me on Twitter. I'm at T-Shirt Genius. And... (laughs) All right, all right, that's the end of that. I'm done. Bye. Insert credit show. Silver, yeah!